Hi and welcome to Just Forget About It, the pod that will take you away from the strains of everyday life. My name's Dan, I'm hosting again. Um, and with me this week, uh, we have got Macan and Dave, so a bit of a, a smaller group um, this week. Good afternoon, both. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Dan. Right, so the question today is because we are on the eve of a very big sporting competition, the World Cup, um starting next week we're going to go down memory lane and we are going to come up with our top five sort of favorite sporting moments of our lifetime so ones we kind of look back and you know really kind of remember um now as a tottenham fan i don't have as many of these as you guys do as like united and arsenal fans but i i have got um a few in there as i asked that question is there any that kind of spring to mind yes yeah for me go on and go on dave you go first Mac was yours the Ronaldo interview this week, or was it? Um... <laughs> yeah, <like that. laughs> he's, he's, he's no longer part of our club anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Dave, let's go with you. Uh, I'm just starting with one that's not uh, football based. Yeah. There's actually I've got quite a few that aren't football based. Yeah, me too. Uh, the I think one of them is probably Usain Bolt breaking the world record. Oh, okay. He's, he's done it loads of times, but I think he's well, he, he's an iconic athlete, but the way in which he did it is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And he he is a, it's just like a role model, isn't he? Like his persona and the way he is and the way he treats people around him. Like it was always those clips of how he interacted with the, the staff that worked around him. And he's pretty incredible. Yeah, you know, sometimes um, you see him like he, he like, he'd like kind of um, like high five the people he runs and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's cool. Yeah. Yes, that'd be one of mine. I mean, he, he does seem like a really nice guy as well. Yeah. He's, he's got a great celebration. Yeah. Do you know what? He seems to enjoy it. Well, mm. he enjoyed it as well, which is um, seems to be quite rare. Yeah. You got other sports people who don't enjoy what they're doing, like Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah, he hates it. He hates snooker. He's yeah. bloody good at it, but he hates it for some reason. Yeah. Snooker is Snooker is one of those sports, isn't it, though? If I, if I played that sport four to five hours a day, which those professionals do, I think I would hate it. Like plus, plus, he hates when people play slowly. It gets to him. So, you know, like, I forgot who was he playing against, and he, and he just said, oh, oh, don't worry about it, thanks. And he, and he walked out, and he left the game. <laughs> so I think it takes a lot of concentration, because you can sit there for ages, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mac, let's go to you. What's your kind of, like, what's the one that comes to mind for you? Pretty obvious one for me, but it was when uh, Man United won the Champions League in '99. I never forget. Oh, okay. That. And I remember that I was in um, actually in high school then, and um, I remember my friend rang me, and at that point we were one nil down, and he was like, "Ah, oh, it's a shame we've lost now because it's like the ninety like 90th minute you might have called about the 80 something and he was like oh man and i was like i know i know and then next we were on the phone and we scored once and then literally 30 seconds later we scored the second one and then that i, I never forget that was amazing is that the sort of moment that gives you goosebumps if you watch yeah. it back? yeah it does yeah and i and it's like it is so it sticks to my mind so much so that you know i remember the phone call i was having and i remember being like my old house in the living room in here and they um they should have battered you shouldn't they they were so much better yeah. than oh they, they were so they are so much better <laughs> Yeah. We were hanging on, like, how it was only 1-0, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Was it was that the, the last match in the treble, or, or did you still have the FA Cup to go? I can't remember. Was was the Champions League before the FA Cup? I think I think the Champions League is after. 
Champions League was after. Do you think that was the last match? Yeah, I feel that. I think FA Cup played. Do you know? Do you, do you know from that season who was the team that stopped you winning the quadruple? Who knocked you out with the League Cup? Uh, no, I don't actually. Tottenham. Tottenham beat you three. Did Tottenham that? that yeah, day. I think David Ginola scored that day. Ah, uh, yeah. Little good pub question for you. Um, my my favourite one, um, and it's it's tennis related, is when Andy Murray won Wimbledon. Yeah, I think that was, that was pretty special. I can pretty much. That, that last game when he won, I can pre- pretty much remember every point um, that was played. Um, really? Yeah. It was, uh, and I, yeah, all, even watching that game, last game back was goosebumps because he absolutely annihilated Djokovic that day. And I think it was just not just the build-up of um, a Brit never winning Wimbledon, but it's also his build-up of how close he's got to so many big wins mm. and he didn't quite pull it off. And the he, fact that you didn't think anybody else would ever win it, you know, outside of yeah. like, well, I think that's it. I do feel sorry for him. Sorry for him because of you know Nadal, Federer, Djokovic. You got three amazing tennis players. Yeah. Possibly in any other era, Murray might have won a load more. Yeah. yeah, I agree. yeah. Uh, in that era, he came up. In that in that whole era, they every every all of them, if they were alone, would have dominated this era. Any one of those four, I think. Do you know, like any era. Both those those three players between them won. 63 grand slams i think it is 63 grand slams which is, is the equivalent of 15 years of, of grand slam tournament it's unreal isn't it like it's, it's, it's weird and stuff it's like like it's like how like one would come along who's good like fedra how good is fedra maybe, maybe the greatest yeah. or if, if or the greatest you know of all time but then then you kind of get like nadal comes along and then Djokovic made and andy murray was amazing it's like how could you have like do you know what i mean like all these talents all came up at it yeah yeah, it's it's yeah, pretty amazing. I feel like tennis is going to struggle once all I know Federer's retired now, but once they all retire, I think there's going to be a bit of a lull in excitement. I'm sure his players are good, but I just don't think they'll have a match what we've well, just experienced. I think I think that's fair. Because Federer has retired, like you said. Nadal, I think is he probably should. Yeah. Um, especially Djokovic, really. I think Murray should should retire. It's almost as that it's like the Tiger Woods thing where. They keep on trying to play and play and play. They'll never get back what they had. Yeah. But that's natural as well. And, and of those tennis players, Dan, which is the greatest of all time? The greatest? I, I prefer, I think Federer is the greatest player of all time. Okay. And there is reasons I say that, because the other two have won more Grand Slam. Um, and the reason why I say Federer, is Nadal, for example, the reason why he's won more Grand Slam is because he's just a machine on one surface. Mm. And, you know, he's won the French Open so many times, 14 or 15 times or whatever it is, and that makes up the majority of his 20 or 21, however, however he's won. Um, whereas Federer is definitely more of an all-rounder. And also with Djokovic, I think, I just think Djokovic is a bit of a tool. He's just, mm. I think his on-court temperament is not great. He smashes tennis rackets if it's not going well. Whereas I can't even recall a time where Federer even shouted out an anger, but he'd, he'd messed up a point. So it's like the Usain Bolt thing. As a role model, Federer is probably out there as, as the best, as well as being yeah. like an incredible tennis player as as well. Um, but yeah, I just I just can't take Djokovic. Thingy, thingy, um, the, yeah, I think Nadal's the most like sort of the least likable out of them. And did you see? Did you see that without like spreading rumors and stuff? Did you see that last? I don't know when the game was, but I saw someone filling him something up in the water bottle. Have you seen that video? They're filling him oh, up a drink. That's Djokovic. That wasn't the Dow. Was that Djokovic with it? 
Yeah, oh yeah, Djokovic. yeah. Sorry, 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 Djokovic. Sorry, I'm I'm not talking about Nadal right now. I'm talking about Djokovic. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Thanks, yeah. Anna. I'm gonna complete. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Djokovic. He's the least likable. Sorry, out of all of them. Yeah. And and also um, <laughs> that video I see recently where they're filling up the water bottle and then they hide around it and like kind of yeah. when they see some recording and they go and hand him something wherever they're mixing up. Yeah, it's just all of it suspect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I've just seen him lose his temper too many times. I just I think as, as young kids watching that sport, I just don't think he's the role model you want. You want Federer. Do you know what? It was because when I was um, younger, and I used to always watch um, what was the English tennis player, the one Tim Henman. Tim Henman, that's it. Yeah? yeah, I always watched Tim, and I always felt like you know, like I always wanted to, like him to go far and do well, and he'd always get to, like the quarters and then always just get knocked out. Yeah. And sometimes, every now and then, he got to the semis, and then you got excited, and then he never got yeah. to the final. So I was, I was very happy when Andy Murray started getting to finals and even winning it. Yeah, Murray was definitely a lot more exciting than Henman. Henman was unlucky, I think. Uh, yeah, so the moments we've got so far, Dave, you saying Bolt? Is that is that on London 2012 or was just any sort of? Yeah, yeah, London 2012. It was phenomenal. So, so we've got Bolt and we've got United winning the treble. Mac, uh, Dave, you got any other ones? I've, I've got yeah, quite a few. So I'll, I'll stick with non-football. Yeah. Uh, not being a rugby fan, I think the the England Rugby World Cup win 2003. Yeah. Was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And that's when you had sort of Johnny Wilkinson. It's a Johnny Wilkinson era sort of thing. Yeah. And at the same time with football, you had sort of David Beckham. Yeah. And everyone was mimicking Johnny Wilkinson's run-up to take, to, uh, to take the uh, drop goal or kick. Forgive me, I'm not a rugby person. Kick over those things. Yeah. described <laughs> that really well. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just an amazing experience. Um I think it really helps with the commentary as well. Yeah. The, the, the sort of the screaming and celebration, but I don't think anyone thought England was going to win. But the way they'd done it was quite remarkable. Because that, um, that was in Australia. That was really early in the morning, wasn't it, that game? It was, yeah. yeah. And I remember waking up in my student house, really hungover, and watching it with like a blanket over me. And then by the time it had finished, me and my housemate were like, we should go out for a drink. So we, we kind of abandoned our hangovers and just went out and got drunk again. <laughs> yeah, so Rugby World Cup 2003, England winning in Australia against East Australia in extra time. I, I think yeah. none of that is just... Was it 2003, so nearly 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. But it's also that drama when it goes to extra time, you've got the extra tension and all that sort of thing. You've got the home fans sort of baying for your blood. And that must rarely happen in rugby, right? With the way it scores, to have to go into yeah. in, like extra time because it's a, a point. Yeah, it's got to be pretty rare. Cool, good one, Macan. I'm just trying to think of something. The thing is, when you said it, I thought, but you know, when you're at home watching and you're like that, yeah. I'm trying to think of another one. Dave, have you got another one? And I'll come back. Yeah. United haven't done anything since. Yeah, I was going to say that. Well, 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 I have got actually, and I, I don't want to keep just saying football ones, but um, this one was a little bit different. But when um, the first World Cup I remember, which was 1994, and that was when they got to a final, and it was Baggio was in Italy, and Ronaldo and Romario playing up front for Brazil, 
And that World Cup was my favourite World Cup and the first one I remember it and I enjoyed and I remember used to, when I was only about eight, so I had nothing else to do in the summer. So I used to sit there watching every game. Yeah. Every day is watching all the football matches because that's all I used to one obviously I love football and two, you know, what I haven't got I haven't got anywhere to be or to go. <laughs> so you kind of just <laughs> anyway, um but I remember just that just Baggio, you know, getting Italy all the way to the final and then Ronaldo getting you know, and, and the way they were playing and the way they played I don't know, it was just something about that World Cup that was so I think that whole World Cup was That's funny how it's your favourite World Cup and England weren't in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that is a bit surprising because yeah. I think I was I think I would have because I hadn't seen any World Cup before that, I I think I, it it wasn't as, like I didn't know any better if that makes sense. So when I watched it, yeah. like now for example, if England weren't in it, that alone would make it that good for me. I I wouldn't be as interested. But but then um, then I didn't know. I was just watching it, and I didn't. Although England weren't in it, I remember thinking, "Oh, England not in it." But I thought maybe they don't qualify. Maybe not all the teams. I didn't know how how many teams qualified. Now looking back, I'm like, "How do they not qualify?" <laughs> do you know what I mean? But but back then, I used to think that maybe it's harder to get in than it. I'm going to test my knowledge on this now because that is the first World Cup I remember um, ever happening. But what Ireland were in it, weren't they? Didn't yeah. they go one nil up against Brazil in the group stages? And everyone yeah. got a little bit excited. That's that's one of the things I I distinctly remember. I can't remember who scored, but it did this like almost somersault yeah. rollover celebration. Yeah, it's funny. I just have these random like things locked in, like just there to to remember how weird. Like my second one, and as a, as a as a Tottenham fan, would have to be Tottenham beating Ajax. I don't have a Champions League win to refer back to, but Tottenham beating Ajax and and the way it was done in in the semi-finals a few years ago. I don't think anything tops that in football for me. That that feeling. I remember being in a pub and just like was extremely excited. Which one, Dad? When we beat Ajax, we were two 0 down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Ajax had absolutely abolished us for two yeah. two legs. Yeah. And um, yeah, in the last thirty minutes, Moore scored a hat trick and that very last touch of the game to, yeah. to kind of go through. Mm. How Ajax didn't go through in that that. That season. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, thing is, if Ajax had just gone, obviously, if Tottenham had just gone through two 0 it wouldn't be like an exciting memory. But right. just the manner of that last second, last gasp goal. I mean, obviously, it's funny, just... it's funny how that happens, isn't it? It's funny yeah. how if you'd won that match four 0 you wouldn't really yeah. have thought about it. But yeah, I wouldn't you, remember if, it. No, but if you win it like the last second like that, like or if you're losing yeah. and you come back, you don't forget. And, and it feels the... better. It feels like in more. The, in the game before we played City, and I don't know if you remember, but City. Yeah. Had scored in the last few minutes to go through, and it got ruled out by VAR. So that was uh, quite exciting as well. That was but, a wrong decision uh, as well. No, nah, it's correct. It was definitely correct. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that'd be my second one. Is that Tottenham Champions League one? I just like I don't have many memories moments as a Tottenham fan where I think back and go, God, that's incredible, or makes my gives me goosebumps watching. But that one does. Right, Dave, number three. Uh, is it five? That's a five, is it? Yes, you, yeah, we've got, five. we've got to come up with five different ones each as well, so you can't do any of the ones that we've already done. That's I, a new rule I've just added. You're all nice. <laughs> I'm torn between the Invincible season. Yeah, don't worry, I won't be saying that one. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Invincible season, or when we went 49, 49, 49 games unbeaten. But, but the Invincible season was part of that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then one of my earliest football memories was us beating Liverpool at Anfield in 1989. That's winning a title. And unlike, I suppose the, the comparison would be a few years ago, 
Do you remember when it was uh, Sergio Aguero scored for Man City in the last minute? Mm. Yeah. To take it away from uh, Man United because yeah. at the yeah. time they were winning trophy. Well, this match, 1989, Liverpool, Liverpool, Arsenal. Arsenal had to go to Anfield on the last game of the season. They had to win by two goals to win the league. Yeah. Liverpool only needed a draw or a win to win the league. So we had to go to their ground in the last game, and whoever basically won would win the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think as a kid, that that was really special. Yeah. Um, but. It's quite vague now. It's a long, long time ago. It's, it's it's interesting how that happens, isn't it? Over a 38 game season to then get those two title contenders playing each other last. Yeah. Um, and to be that close by the end of it and it not be so nothing. It's pretty incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, we were the underdogs. Liverpool were very good. Um, but we've got that sort of famous back line as well, which is of uh, Tony Adams, who's no longer in Strictly Come Dancing. He's more disappointed. He got he pulled out while well, he got voted out, didn't he? Yeah, he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Although the suspicion is, had he not been injured, he would have gone all the way to the final and won it. That would have been a fix, though, wouldn't it? All you are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, exactly. Because how can people be saying that already, even on the dancing? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all a bit of a fix, anyways, isn't it? They so all know programs are a bit fixed. It's a popularity contest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's. What... So, so Arsenal Liverpool last game. No, I'm not, not going to do that one. Oh, you just want to talk about it, just brag about it. But yeah, not yeah. So that's Anfield 89. Yeah. What I am going to say is the Invincibles winning the title at Tottenham. God, you know what? I've, I've been writing these down. I can't bring myself to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I think to... Obviously, go, go to season unbeaten is amazing, but to go and win the title at your rival's ground yeah. is amazing. It's an amazing feeling, feeling and experience. I think, uh, yes, yeah, so I think that was what's that, 2000 and, that 2003. There's a whole story at the end of that game, isn't there? Because I think, did I hear this on on a documentary somewhere? But the Arsenal players got told they shouldn't celebrate at the end if, if they won or, or won the league because they were worried about crowd trouble and stuff like that. Yeah. But Henri made a point of making sure they went and celebrated <laughs> uh, at the end, and I think he did it as a reaction, didn't he? Because I think Tottenham had over celebrated something. I can't, I can't remember, but he, he did it to kind of get the own back. Yeah. So I think that is, is I guess, that amazing feeling of actually winning the title against your rivals, sort of thing. You know, your your most bitter rivals. Yeah, um, bitter. <laughs> is uh, quite remarkable. So, do you, think, do you think an invincible season will ever be repeated? No. Nah. Was there any games in that season you were close to losing? Like, were you down and like equalised in the last few minutes? Or yeah, there's a few games we were two 0 down. Were you? Yeah, we would come back and yeah. win it. Uh, Is I that the season was... you played Man United as well? And then, but Van Nistelrooy missed a penalty. And... I think it might have been actually. I think that's what it is. And I think that they all yeah. jumped around him and stuff, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. There. I think we were two 0 down on Liverpool or something. Yeah. And this, this is the one where. There's loads of videos about it when Terry Henry basically goes through the entire Liverpool defence, puts Jamie Car- Carragher on his arse. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a few clips in Sky Sports where, <laughs> where, where Henry just touches Carragher's leg. He's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a few times we were down, but I, th- I think it's just the, just the way they've done it. It's not just the it's a style of play. Yeah. It's that era of football we had which is so entertaining to watch yeah. as well. And I think that was 
the other great thing about it, we're unbeaten, but we played really well. But you also did it the, the right way as well, because like it's not like you had a big owner come in and you start spending a fortune. Arsene Wenger managed all those players, got bargains and trained them into one of the best teams, yeah. well, the best team in the country. Yep. As much as I hate to admit that, I think he did it well. And Henri is definitely one of those players, which I hate to say this, but I really like the guy. Like, mm, he, yeah, me too. he was just arrogant in a really cool way. Like, mm. I, I don't know, he just oozed class, didn't he? He was just so cool. He, he does even now. When, when he does like, his um, commentating or punditry, he's really good. And it annoys me. Uh, um, that's even his Arsenal fans. He just seems to be good at everything he does. Yeah. He just, yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> he was the best player in the world at one stage. He, he should... when, he left, when he left Arsenal for Barca... I think yeah. just as he was leaving Arsenal, I would have put him as the best player in the world. I think he should have got Ballon d'Or. He, he didn't win it, did he? But he should have won that. He had to have won yeah, it. Yeah, there's loads the of players. Like Mo Salah, I think he should have won Liverpool won the Champions League. I think yeah. he should have got it, but he didn't. Yeah. He went to his other Ronaldo or Messi, even though Salah had outscored him completely. Yeah. But there we go. So you're, you're locking in Invincibles as number four? Yes. Right, Macan, what's your fourth one? Um... Dave screwed me up by right, saying about the Arsenal winning the league in 89, but not locking it oh, in. Yeah. So sorry, yeah, fair. So for me, <laughs> I guess it would be, I think, going a bit different now. Going into most probably like UFC, because I watched quite a lot of youth as well, is when Conor McGregor beat um, Jose Aldo. I don't know if you like, well, I'm guessing not. But um, <laughs> when, Conor, when Conor McGregor, he, he beat Jose Aldo, who was someone who'd been the Brazilian, like he was the champion in the weight, and he champion for got like 12, 13 years. And he's been, he's undefeated. And then, he, and then growing, going up to, but I'd only just started watching UFC a little, well, I've been watching it for a little while, but just a little while before that. And then watching that fight, and watching, um, and he knocked him out like like pretty early on, and it, 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 that I think that was for me that was amazing. Yeah, I can't really input any opinion on this at all, Dave. Have you no, got any opinion? Uh, no, <laughs> I've got nothing. I can't help. No. I don't like, you lot don't like. Uh, no. What did you What did you think to him um, going to fl- fight Mayweather in the boxing match? Oh, yeah, that, was, that was just the money. Man. Yeah, he did quite that's... well though, considering that's not yeah, what he did. he's like fighting with sport. Yeah, he did actually. All right, number. Three. What did I say for second or Tottenham? Uh, number three, I have got another tennis one. And for me, it was Raducanu winning the US Open a couple of years ago or oh, last yeah. year. Yep. Um, I just think as a as an achievement, I think what she did that year was phenomenal. Like to get through qualifying, to get through the whole US Open and not drop a set, and and the manner she did, like she dispatched of everyone. Like she mm. was like by far the better player. It's a bit of a shame she's had injury problems this year, but. I'm going to put that down as my number three because I thought that was uh, pretty incredible. She has um, she struggled, hasn't she? She keeps on changing coaches as well. Yeah, she's had about five coaches in the last year. Um, but as, like, from her perspective, and I'm not, this is not me defending her or sticking up for her, but as, like, however young she is, what, 19 or whatever it is, to be thrust into the limelight like that in, in the manner that she did it and then to all of a sudden be on the professional tour rather than the, the one that's lower down, that must have been a lot for someone so young to handle. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's just not a fluke and she can kind of do something else. And uh, But then she's always going to have back to her name, so I think that's all right. I um, I met Greg Rosetsky once. You met him? him. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I met Greg. Really, really nice guy. Actually. Yeah. Um, I actually met him in 
a department store. Yeah. Uh, in the underwear section, men's underwear uh, section. Yeah. He, he was just out shopping with his wife and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we talk, we spoke about tennis and yeah. football and stuff. Wow. But generally, really, really nice guy. He, he he just gave time. Generally interested. Yeah. Did he did he uh, buy underwear? He was in the white underwear section, probably buying stuff for his tennis matches yeah. and stuff because he was still playing at the time. Um, but yeah, it's genuine interest. So he asked if I like tennis and stuff. I said it's all right. Um, but he asked actually what what other sports you're interested in and that sort of thing. It's interesting the conversations you get into in the men's underwear section, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So, <laughs> uh, Greg Rosetsky, amazing, really nice guy. Did you know that um, him and Tim Hemmen have the same birthday? Do they? Yeah. Did not know that. Our response didn't know that. Right, Dave, um, number four. Uh, number four. Oh, Greg Wazeski also supports Arsenal, by the way. Sort of, uh, I know what you said. Yeah, he told me. I, told him, I, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to say this, but now I will because I feel like it's justified. Yeah. But I can't stand his commentary. Like, I really like Greg Wazeski <laughs> as a tennis player, but his commentating really annoys me. Uh, Does it? It feels like he, he says the obvious in a hundred more words than he needs to. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, annoying. And now I know he supports Arsenal. That's annoyed me. So, does, it, does it, is that not all, comment, all commentary though? Tennis, it just... I, it's very rarely I hear a tennis commentator, which I like. Yeah. I, I think tennis commentators are a bit different to football. I, I struggle with them. I think the problem is because it is so fast, I think it's yeah. difficult to commentate. Yeah. If, you, if you're listening on the radio, it's almost impossible. Uh, there we go. I think, Tim Hemmen, I think Tim Hemmen and John McEnroe are probably the best tennis commentators. Okay. I, I prefer Greg Rizetsky over Tim Hemmen. Well, yeah, but yes, because you have a special connection with him. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one. I want my on four. My on four? You want number four, yeah. Okay. My next one is, I'm trying to remember when it was. I think it's 2017. It's 2017, Arsenal winning the FA Cup final against Chelsea. I yeah. think it was against them. Um, I'm going to have to Google it because I can't quite remember, but I'm not remembering it for the score. I'm remembering it for the reason behind it. So let me just find that in Google because it was, it was a particular player for me that stood out. It was 2017, so my memory's well decent-ish. So this is what's known as the Mertesacker final. Okay. So Mertesacker is now uh, heading up the academy at Arsenal. So Arsenal had an injury crisis in the final, leading up to the final, and Hermer Saka hadn't started a game for over a year yeah. at the club, and I think he had about four or five appearances throughout the whole season. Yeah. But this match, he was unbelievable. He was just so, so good. His, his tackles, reading of the game, last-minute tackles, he was just phenomenal. And I, I think the because I played as a defender, yeah. Football. So I've leaned my my bias is toward defenders. So I'm going to watch someone like Perma Saka do something like he did is uh, is quite remarkable. Um, so he was basically written off. Uh, told he's over the hill. Uh, an amazing performance. Led the line. And I think it was man of the match. Oh, I'm really happy for him. Like, well, that fills me with joy. That story. BFG. <laughs> brilliant player. He's also a World Cup winner as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, is that our 11th or 12th FA Cup win? Can't remember. Uh, was that what, is that the FA Cup win where you kind of got a trophy for the first time in quite a while? Or no, not? that was a couple of seasons ago. Okay. Or, um, uh, two one. We beat Chelsea two one. 
Yeah. Okay. I think Chelsea beat Tottenham in the semis. Well, they hammered Tottenham in the semis that year. Oh, and that's the only game I've left early. Macan. Um, I think um, with the World Cup starting, um, yeah, I think I'm going to give this one. I think I think this year, and with me getting the day off as well, the women winning the World Cup final this year, I've, I'll give them that. I thought I thought that was um, I quite enjoyed that actually. It was good, it was not a good not World to just backtrack that a little bit, but yes, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was Euros and not the World Cup. <laughs> but I, I know what moment you mean. Euros, <laughs> the Euros. That's what I meant. So them winning the Euros um, was really, really good. And I thought it was quite, yeah. I thought the whole Euros was quite good. Actually. And I thought the standard was quite good as well. So um, so with the World Cup starting and England going into the World Cup, I did really well. Yeah, no, agreed. I, I, I didn't watch most of the tournament, but I did watch the final and I was like very excited jumping up and down at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was like that. Even on the, when the final was on that day, I watched it. I was yeah. quite, quite excited. It's funny because I had my... Um, Sky fit in, Sky fit in, and when, and when the guy come round, I, I would watch it on my phone otherwise. But when the guy come round, he said to me, "Oh, don't worry, I'll have this done before the final starts." Because he said, "I want to go home and watch it too." And I said, "Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So he got it all ready and put it on the channel and then left. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "No, good one. I, I like that." So yeah. my my number four is, and I think it's more of a generic one, but since I'm making the rules, I think it's allowed. But I think the whole of London 2012. Um, as, as an experience, um, had so many great moments. The atmosphere around the country was was pretty incredible. Some of the moments I remember was Murray destroying Federer in the tennis final. Um, obviously, the Super Saturday with Mo Farah, uh, Greg, Greg Rutherford, yep. Jessica Ennis. Um, and just, it was just, yeah, amazing, the whole experience of London 2012. Did you go? I went to... <laughs> I, I wish I there was two things I wish I'd done. I wish I'd applied for to go, and I wish I'd applied to work there because I yeah. think both of them would have been pretty good. But I my mate got tickets to go and watch the football final, and that was oh, Mexico wow. versus Brazil. Um, but the thing is, because I watched, you know, I've been to so many football games, it didn't quite feel like an experience mm. um, to me. It was just watching another football match and. The Olympics football is always a bit weird, isn't it? Because of the certain rules of who they can and can't have on their team. So it was great outside. The atmosphere outside the ground was incredible. But I don't think I've got the Olympic experience that everyone else would have got. Yeah, I think that's fair. Can I go back to the Women's Euro 2022? I think it's, it is a, actually a remarkable achievement. Well, when I look back, if, if I look at a progression of women's football from, say, 20, 25 years ago to now, it's a massive change, massive improvement. Yeah. When I first watched women's football, I went to a match. Is is like FA is a women's FA Cup final held at uh, Stellhurst Park. It was Arsenal against someone else. But I can genuinely say, apart from Rachel Yankee, the standard of football was terrible. Yeah. It was god awful. Yeah. But nowadays, when I see what they can do, yeah, they can do the stuff that men can do. Um, I think the difference is it's just a little less physical. It's not as fast. It actually might make it a little bit more enjoyable in a way. Yeah, that, that's the one. The only one thing I've what I said to you, if you, if you can accept this, the pace is obviously slightly lower, but I've actually the level of foot very good. The passing, the play, the kind of tactical, very, very. Well, I, I think the popularity of a men's game is probably a little bit in decline, and probably the women's game is increasing. Mm. I'm not saying the men's game will ever completely decline, but I think a lot of people are kind of tuning out of it a little bit. Um, with like VAR and professionalism and money 
it's yeah. kind of turned off quite a few people and it's quite nice when they go back to grassroots football isn't it and, and not mm. kind of professional football yeah, can you agree more um dave what's your number five um can i come back to you because uh, i'm yeah. sure i think i think mac needs to do four as well doesn't he i done four so this is we're all on number fives now so mac what's your number five um my number five is um you know <laughs> you know what when you're sitting there tonight having dinner you'll be thinking of loads no because I thought, when you said it to me i thought i've got so many do you know what i mean but now i'm trying to kind of, kind of, kind of remember all the stuff you watched as um as if i've just, I've just googled because i was um struggling for number five as well i think in reality if i was to choose number five it'd probably be tottenham beating into milan in in the champions league a few years ago that where was Gareth dominated mm. pretty much destroyed into milan single-handedly yeah um, that was a good but some other sporting moments which we've missed is winning the Ashes back in oh, when yeah. we won the Ashes for the first time in a long, long time. I'm yeah. not a massive cricket fan. Either am I. But the Ashes, that the Ashes, I think the country got behind them that year. Mm. Um, it's like England just won the 2020 World Cup. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were good. They were very good. I'm, I'm really pleased about it, but mm. that sense, I'm not that bothered. Wait, well, England won the World Cup, didn't they? Um, within the last two years, three years, where they they won on like the last over, like a golden over or something. But if you're a cricket fan, I can imagine that being pretty special. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know anything about but it. They're the, they're the T20 and 50 over world champions, England. Yeah. So congratulations to them and us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now they're very England are very good. I don't really watch too much cricket, but when it's the 50 over World Cup, whatever the T20 is more exciting. But I watch I yeah, watch definitely. that. Don't really watch test cricket. Though. Yeah. Another sporting moment is Ryder Cups. Do we follow Ryder Cups? No, really. <laughs> no. I've been to a Ryder Cup. I went to watch one live. Okay, um, what was it like? Really good. If you were to ask me, so I'm literally asking myself, if you were to ask me the best sporting event I've ever attended, mm. um, it would probably be the Ryder Cup. Um, and it's quite weird because I've been oh, to... He's, he's left us now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I said, the, can you hear me yeah, now? He's going to say I'm guessing. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you find. Yeah, but yeah, but right, yeah. So I like, go on from where I finished. So it was um, <laughs> Ryder Cup because just the atmosphere of the crowd and the fans. It just it was just a better atmosphere than football matches. What do you what, what? do you what do you do though? Follow people around. It's like stalking. But do, you, <laughs> do you follow them? Do you follow them when they go to each hole? Um, it's a bit a bit of both. Sometimes you um. You just sit on a green and just watch them come in, or you can just follow mm. certain players players around. Uh, is that Dan? Because you're a Tottenham fan, you don't have that much excitement in general. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, another event I quite like is the Australian Open, which I went to, and that's that's a really good tennis event, sport wise. Mm. I've okay. never been to a tennis event. I really want to go. Yeah, they are, they are good fun. I think Wimbledon's a bit, a little bit snooty, a little bit kind. Of like an event whereas the australian open was a i'm really enjoying this that head that headman hill people sit on do you have to pay to sit on that not when i last time i went no, you do, might... do you just do you just go there do you they put a screen up or whatever? yeah oh. right so uh, other sport and events that we haven't considered do, 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 do. no i don't say that i can't see much else that we've missed dave have you thought of any fifth fifth and final ones yes go on em fifth and final Again, it's, a, it's another event and tournament that was hosted here, and it is football-related, but it is one particular moment. Yeah. So it's Euro 96. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been... And there were quite 
quite a few to pick through. But to us beating the Dutch 4-1 was amazing. But I'm going to go with Paul Gascoigne scoring in Scotland. Yeah, yeah that was a great goal. Um, you know, well, it's the whole thing. So Scotland just missed a penalty, which I think Seaman saved. And then the ball goes up. Uh, Gascoigne lifting the ball over Colin Hendry's yeah. head. Yeah. One foot and then blasting it to net with the other. Yeah, that would be. And then there's a celebration as well. It's just that whole, and I think it's pretty yeah. similar to the Olympics, yeah. where the whole country is just feeling really optimistic. There's this buzz. You're playing against that old enemy, which is Scotland. And then to score a goal like that is it's unreal. I think just to have those, those sort of feelings at the time, yeah. you can't beat them. I don't think you can, can think of many England goals that you've seen where you experience a greater kind of feeling than, than that particular Gascoigne one. Mm. Like, it's very hard to think of one, isn't it? The, the other one I can think of, is, well, there's two I can think of. Yeah. One is David Beckham scoring the free kick. I think against yeah, Greece. Greece. Yeah, that's good call. Yeah, oh, Greece, that's what it was. It was only scored another one. So that, that was to qualify. Yeah, that was it. And then Michael Owen scoring against Argentina. That's one I was going to say. Well, was, I was going to uh, say that now. I just remember that one, Dave. This one. Yeah, but like, I, I, I admit, the feeling when Sol Campbell scored just before it got disallowed, that, that was pretty special as well, wasn't it? <laughs> when we're kind of leaping around the living room and you kind of sit back down again, it's been disallowed and Argentina were attacking. Yeah. But Michael so, Owen got one where he ran. When we ran through. He was amazing. Yeah, back then. Cut across a defender. And yeah. Then... Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, what, 17, 18 at the time yeah, as well, to do that? Unreal. Yeah, those three goals, I think, uh, you've probably got that right nailed on. I just don't think there's any other England game goals that come close to that moment. But Paul Gascoigne's one is such a fish. You went back then, that was, I just remember it. Like just, You're right that the whole country was behind Euro 96, and, and English should have got to the final. Really. Oh, yeah. So, so close. It was heartbreaking yeah. at the end. Yeah. We were the best team in that year in 96. Yeah, 100%. How that moment... team didn't make it to the World Cup two years before that? Do you remember that? that I know it's unreal, isn't it? Do you remember that moment where Gascoigne slid across the penalty area? Yeah, yeah. And he just was, like, inches yeah. away from yeah. that falling goal. I remember goal. thinking about that days later and just thinking, why couldn't it have just been like a yeah. second slow or him for a second? Do you know what I mean? I remember never yeah. stopping yeah. thinking about that. And then Darren Anderson hit the post as well. Yeah. So many moments, right? Um, so, Macan, have you got number five? No, my number five was going to be that Argentina. Oh, you can have that because Dave said you're in '96. You can have the Argentina moment. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, when Michael Owen scored that goal, I remember that because Argentina were really strong back then as well. Yeah, yeah, they were, weren't they? Okay, cool. So we've come up with 15 separate sporting events. I'm just trying to Google to see if we've missed anything. There's going to be that loads that you think about later. Yeah, there's going to be loads. Michael Owen was 1998. That's it. Which shows is not. There's not too much that's modern, really. No. We got obviously women, 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 women winning Euros. Uh, Emma Raducanu winning the US Open. In mine are like 2000s or the 90s. I wonder if, as just a British person, we've generally got better at sports at the moment. Feel less extreme. Could be. Maybe. I mean, maybe if England had England won the Euros at the World Cup, that might have been different. But, yeah, but you know, I I look back at the final. You know, we got to the final of the Euros and the semi-finals of the World Cup. I would struggle to recreate any feelings of any of those goals that we scored yeah. in the build-up. Maybe Eric Dyer scoring that penalty in a shootout is the only one that really stands out. Yeah, I think so, I don't really remember any of them. Yeah, no, I don't. Either. Which is 
strange because it should be in your fresh in your mind but the other i suppose the other the other things we're looking at so michael Owen gold there are iconic moments yeah um things that really can't be repeated because i mean i can go back to probably euro ita remember van basten's goal where he yeah. scored from a really acute angle or the rude hullet header or if I go to USA 94, Dennis Burkham scores against uh, Argentina from a 60 yeah, I mean, from an England perspective, there's not too much. Yeah, yeah which I is agree. a bit of a shame. It's a shame. We obviously, other moments, we've mentioned Aguero scoring that goal against that the Premier League. Yep. But I don't think there's much else. I'm sure we will think of something. Okay, cool. Is there anything else anyone wants to add? Uh, do we want to give great sporting moments to the others? Um, yeah, I think we should. I think they should. They should, maybe should do it in another half and see if they come up with the same. Oh yeah, that's true. So how many people are missing? There's three of us three. missing. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, should, they should do a spin-off, do the same exercise, and see if they come up with the same events, same moments. That would be interesting because Ollie's not really into sports. Maybe you go for tiddlywinks or. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give we'll give him a chance to answer. Lewis will have a big opinion on it. Yeah, yeah. Dad, dad, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's leave it there. And thanks all. Cool. Thanks for contributing. Thank you both. We'll speak to you thanks. all next week. Come on, England. Come on, England. <laughs> uh, what?